Hey everybody and welcome to another episode of Between the Sheets here at UBN Go or United Broadcasting Corporation here in the lovely city of Burbank. I'm Gay Ann, your host with the mostest today. I have a mm-hmm. whole bunch of new wonderful lady co-hosts joining me. I mean Cheryl and Clara have been here. Yep. We have Wendy <laughs> Melody and Erica. <laughs> it's your fault because you said Melody. I know. I like uh, Melody. Let's <laughs> change it. To, yeah, let's change okay, it. Okay, I have a list today. Well, first of all, let's start with the cussing jar. Yeah. This will stay. Oh, fuck that. Okay, <laughs> here we go. Take your fucking money out. <laughs> okay, I'm in. All right. Um, I want to just say, because I forget all the, the details. Um, follow us on Facebook, Between the Sheets Podcast. Instagram is QTE Brat. Our website, Between the Sheet Podcast.com. My theme song is from Terry Nunn from Berlin. She's touring with the B 52s. I was going to say Beyonce, not so much. <laughs> OMD. And they'll be at the Microsoft down in LA on uh, Sunday, April, um, August 4th. Um, let's see. Hmm. Well, first, let me give a shout out. I have to give a shout out to my big-hearted, kind business coach and teacher who's listening from Oceanside today, Lori Hatfield. Um, and one day she'll come on the show because she's brilliant. Oh, I'd love to meet her. She's a un- wonderful yeah. entrepreneur, and I think she'll have a lot to offer here at this table. So that's enough about me. So let's go around the room. Um, hey, everyone. <laughs> <laughs> I'm Erica Spira, and I am a comedian. I'm Melanie Kishner, and I'm abstract artist. Hello, everyone. Glad to be back. I'm Cheryl Murphy. I am a psychic medium. Oh, Ooh, we need it. Hi, everybody. I'm Wendy Nathan, and I'm a energy healer and um, tarot card reader and martial artist. And she may be the only Jew in the house tonight. She is. Okay. I'm only I'm point four Jewish. Okay. And your name is? <laughs> Miss point four Jewish? I did 23 and me, so I am literally less than 1% Jewish. My name is Cara Noble. Um, I was a radio host for many years in the UK. I am now on your podcast. Yes, you are. <laughs> Besides that, I'm a voice artist, a mosaic artist. Um, kind of covers it. Very cool. Um, and our keyboard guy tonight is the owner of the station, Tony Sweet. So thank you, Tony, for having us here yet again. Everyone, don't forget. You know, working in television, I really hate cats. <laughs> but thank you. If it makes you hard, fine. Um, everyone, we do have call-ins, and our call-in number is 323-524-2599. I'll repeat that one more time. 323-524-2599. Call in any time. The calls are not screened. We're just going to go for it. But I want to hear your thoughts and opinions about everything, because you matter at this table. Just act like you are part of us. We're in your living room, and we're in your bedroom. That's all I care about. It's Pride Month, ladies. Yes, it is. I think you and I, Melanie, are the only lesbians in the room. Oh, we are? Yes, I think so. Oh, I didn't know that part. I think we're the only lesbians (laughs) in the room. But Pride is not only about the LGBT plus population. Um, it encompasses everyone. Wendy, your daughter, yes, is a lesbian and getting yes, married is. soon. And she is getting married in a few weeks. But it's really important. I mean, I work. Well, there's no surprise where I work. I work at CBS. <laughs> so you gave that away. And yeah, and here, <laughs> here, is what my network gave. You know, the gay employees, LGBT plus. LMNOP employees and um, you know we do have pride and it is pride this weekend so first and foremost everyone be safe when you go to pride this weekend you know keep your eyes open because not everybody cares about us Um, we have to have some sort of responsibility I know it's our time to be free and to celebrate Mm -hmm. but I really have an issue with this thing that's going around now on the internet and people talking about having straight pride And it really struck a chord with me because, you know, pride is not a place. I mean, yes, we party, we Mm -hmm. celebrate. But within those walls, which, by the way, are still sealed. I mean, for me, pride will be when we don't have that enclosure anymore. And it just runs rampant and people can just hang out and there's inclusiveness Mm -hmm. and acceptance. But we're still behind those walls for protection and to be safe because pride happened because there was a bar in New York called Stonewall. 
And, you know, as we have been in the past, we were minding our own business and someone decided to screw around. And there were people, I think, murdered, stabbed. It was the first gay bashing that mm -hmm. went public. Mm -hmm. And so pride generated out of that, not because you know, we want to get high and we want to get drunk with those bad beers that are three quarters foam and this much beer. It's about a recognition, a recognition, a celebration, a remembrance of our past history. And we do it to just allow people to remind them that, you know, we're normal. We are normal. Yeah, we are. We are, exactly, we we're are. normal. So <laughs> this whole straight pride, all I have to say to you straight people, and if you don't agree with me, Quite frankly, I don't care, but you're lucky you don't need a pride to yeah, celebrate yeah. because you can walk the streets holding your partner's hand, your wife's hand, kissing, without the fear of someone bashing you mm -hmm. and hurting you. You're always safe. I've been gay a long time. I have felt safe because I've put myself in safe positions. But there are places I won't go. So what do you guys think, because most of you are straight, what do you think about this yeah. crap with straight pride and what's the, what do you think the issue is? You know, I'd like to refer to it really about soul pride. You know, this is kind of a pride for humanity. I mean, thank God we're talking about this and thank God we're putting the communication and the voice out there because there's a lot of young people that are struggling, you know, yeah. and they need to hear, they need to see pe us people leading, you know, whether we're gay, straight, you know, polka dotted, what have you, it's about the soul and the spirit of who we are and uh, the purpose of loving and compassion and coming back to that. Let's just kind of come back to home base as just being a soul on this planet at this time. So I'm really happy that we're talking about it because I know a lot of young people, they kind of need to see, you know, leaders, they need to see people put themselves out there, they need to have a conversation. And I think that's what you know what's happening right now so I'm very really happy about this uh, sorry about the straight pride I'm not for that <laughs> it's like I, I don't know everyone wants attention these days maybe but uh, it is about it is about kind of um, being kind right we want to bring kindness back to the world on this planet tenfold tenfold yes yeah. Yeah. so I wonder if they just made it up because these days what do you believe when you read anywhere TV Facebook Twitter whatever is there really, is are there really an issue right now that people say there should be a straight pride? Or is it just made up just for fun? What can we talk about today? But I don't know. I they think can't mean it, surely. I mean, yeah. I was invited to like five straight pride parades <laughs> uh, this summer. I got five weddings. And <laughs> uh, I think that's it. I think that's the only time it's acceptable. That's is, it. Uh, your wedding. wedding is your little personal parade. And uh, yeah. then it's done. And stop inviting me. Yeah, but I think, <laughs> I mean, I, I think the person who are on this tangent for gay pride are all narcissists anyway. Yeah. <laughs> And let's not talk about narcissists, shall we? Anyone have any experience on this table with narcissists? Relationships, friendships, oh. anything? Yeah. Oh, God, yes. Bear your I damn do. soul. I want to hear. I mm. do. Okay, Maybe Wendy, and Wendy get, Wendy, get a little closer to the mic. Okay, how's that? Better. Okay, so yeah, my last relationship was with a terrible narcissist and when we finally split up, I had to go to therapy for PTSD for some time. <laughs> I thought I could, you know, protect myself i'm aware i and no i got caught it's insidious and so how did he how did he um sort of draw you in initially well they're very charming they're very charming they compliment you and how wonderful you are and they build you up and once you're in that's when the gaslighting begins Explain and gaslighting, if no one knows what that means, please. Gaslighting is when you speak your truth and they look at you and go, that's not true. Well, so, they make you that's that. not true. so they make you I doubt it. I never said that. Yeah. I never said that. The sky is not blue. Are you okay? Oh, really? Yeah, they make you believe that there's something wrong with you. Oh, wow. Yeah. It's, it's a mind fuck it's okay. I'll let this one pass. I'll let this one pass. That's a real that one. Not I will let that one pass. <laughs> yeah, it is. It's it's they mess with your head very bad. Yeah, because they like to be liked. Oh, well, yeah, and they're in control. And they try to well, he did for sure, try to alienate me from my friends. He hated my best friend. Yeah, he really tried to separate me from my community my friends the goddesses oh yeah really oh yeah oh that's us by the way so. 
<laughs> so that past relationship, they want to kind of divide and conquer, right? They exactly. want to isolate you. And that, that way you become their own. You know, they want to control and have that power over you. And once you become emotionally invested, that's really, I think, the hook, you know, is... Mm -hmm is you know, we're checking them out in this relationship and then we become emotionally invested in them, whether you work for them or live with them or whatever that relationship is. And, that, and that's really the turning point. That's when they are very, um, like you said, it turns that gaslight on right then. Yeah. Yeah, wow. yeah they love really to bring you in and once they've got you, then they will go out of their way to sort of deny you warmth or emotional uh, mm -hmm. connection. And you become like a prisoner. Wow, I'm lucky I never experienced that. But have you experienced betrayal in a relationship? I actually, I, I'm being. I mean, very do you even lucky. date? I mean, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Don't put me there. Have you ever dated a lesbian? <laughs> <laughs> what did you date? You're a lesbian. Did you date a lesbian? There's I a lot of screwed up lesbians. No, hmm. I'm being very lucky. I actually have a really good relationships. Like I feel. Well, you're almost married. Yes. Yes, <laughs> I know. With child. I am not. Well, no, you ha she has a child. Look at, she's putting me in the spot. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You were thinking about someone else, right? Yeah, I got confused for a second. <laughs> this is the problem. I, I, I know everything about all of you, a little bit of everything. It's funny, social media and it's so, like, yes. Um, you post it. I think it's fair. You post it. I post, I'm almost married with a child. I guess I never remember that. <laughs> Anyways, so, yeah, I almost got married. No, I was thinking about you talking. I almost got married in one relationship. A man or a woman? No, a woman. Okay. I always date a woman. Okay. I never been dating a man. Nothing personal, but... I'm very gay. Me but too. Very, yeah, we're all I'm very jealous. Gay. Yeah, and I'm so yes, gay, I'm, I'm named gay. gay. Okay. Oh, can I just say something here? Yes, Carl. Because when you first said, please come on my podcast, I listened to some old ones, and you had this, I think she was a porn star on, <laughs> and she kept calling you Anne. I thought I loved it, because I think she thought that gay Anne was just... An adjective. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Did you remember that? Yes. And you know what? She was a huge porn star at the time. I could tell you every other guest, like pretty much every other guest that was on the 200 and something shows. Do you know every time I try and think of her name, I have, I can't, it just goes blank. I don't remember her. I know who she is, but I don't remember her. And it's because I don't do porn. I mean, yes. of course I don't do porn. Well, you right. got to start. <laughs> it's never late. <clears throat> but getting back to you. No, I never have a relationship as being toxic. I feel like, yeah, when you're younger, you experience that, like, kind of like, you just date sometimes because you experience different things. But sometimes I Do you want to tell us about some of those experienced things that you did? Just <laughs> checking. Like I did? Yeah. Like... <laughs> well, oh, she's embarrassed. No, it's because sometimes I will be very honest. Sometimes I feel I screwed up my relationships. Like I sabotaged it. We all do. Yeah. yeah, I know. But, you know, like when I was younger, I still doing it still. So, yeah, I don't know if I'm going to get married because <laughs> I screwed up a lot of things. But um, what I mean is like sometimes you have these beautiful, healthy relationships and you just don't grow up in that way and you get confused and you don't know the reality, what is really normal or not. So I kind of sabotage. People. But how about a relationship isn't normal? Because no two relationships are alike. The relationships your parents had yeah. versus my parents, they're different. dynamically different. Yeah. I mean, we can go, I mean, you know, Cara's happily married. You're not married. Happily single. Happily, Happily single. single. <laughs> Happily single. Happily single. Happily single. Yeah. I'm not talking about it. And you're I'm not talking you're about married. It <laughs> but it's like, you know, we we so, we sort I'm of I'm my fourth husband. Though. I know that, but that's okay, but you finally you finally got it, but you not perfect. But Cara, you finally got it right. Finally. Yeah. yeah. But it took but that's Still how many times he stuck you. Yeah, I know. Yeah, that's <laughs> the question. But the point is, so. in relationships, it's about the dynamics of two people. You can't model your relationships. Yeah. That's fantasy. It's so hard. you need to be in a relationship and experience that person fully. Be flexible. Understand each other. Be patient. It's give yeah. and take. 
Not that I've had many. I mean, well, I actually had one relationship that lasted a long time. But for the most part, what I have learned being 55 years old is, <laughs> you know, it's not all my way anymore. Before it was my way, and if they didn't fit the criteria, I was done. You was picky. I was very picky. You picky. But I picked always wrong. But I am now <laughs> in my life where I am going to, I literally am saying to the universe, I want, guide me and the angels, yeah, yeah. guide me to choose correctly. It's hard. I will say But you have to have an open heart and you have to be vulnerable. The main point of a relationship, you, are, <laughs> you have to be vulnerable. Am I wrong or am I no, right? You no, you are, but it's. It's two energies going together and you're going to trigger each other. But the point is, real love to me is people screwed up. You can screw it up. We yeah. all make mistakes. Yes. But real love sometimes is the forgiveness and the understanding. And, and then you sure. sleep together and then we're back to square one. Some, <laughs> I need to learn so much. How old are you? 65? You see, I need to learn a lot of things. I'm glad I'm here. <laughs> Okay, everyone, I just want to know if we have a call-in number. You guys are really, really quiet. 323-524-2599. Uh, Please call in. Anyone have a topic to discuss? Oh, we have a call. Great. Oh. Hello? Hello. Well, I just wanted to know. Who is this? Hold on one second, please. Who is this? Who's speaking? This is Jean-Bierre Coleman. <laughs> <laughs> Hello, my goddess sister. Goddess Hello, my cousin. Goddess ecstasy. <laughs> yes, dear. Because life is all about the best fun you can have. So why don't you explain to us I, from your book um, that you have yes. about, what is it my called? Book? Your book. What is it called? Marry, marry Me More. My book, Marry Me More on Amazon.com. Correct. <laughs> Why don't you give us, Thank you. I know, I mean, I would love you in the studio with us, so, but you can't talk forever because we know you love to talk. Are you drinking wine tonight, Javier? <laughs> yes. Um, but, <laughs> not yet. Okay. Um, but can you just give us, give us a couple of pointers or not only us, um, but the people listening, like what makes a successful mm. marriage? A successful relationship is based on always honesty, just total honesty and absolutely being quick about it, not letting things fester and build up. But if you know yourself, then you can share yourself with the perfect partner. And then if you're honest about things, as soon as they come up and you get them ironed out or, or not, at least you're in a relationship. Who was the one who said, it's all about you messing up? Sure, but get over it and do it quickly. Yes, if you love yourself, you're going to share that loving self with others. And yes, that's true. a great relationship. Well, there we go. And so it is. This is, and so it is. There you go. Namaste. <laughs> and, and I just want to say the word yoni because I just like the way it sounds. <laughs> <laughs> so you married 24 times the same man. Is that right? That is right. That's how we kept our relationship wow. hot. Wow. We just kept affirming it. That is fantastic. We went around the world. It's fantastic. That's a lot of honeymoons. I got jewelry and he got honeymoons. Yeah. I see. <laughs> was it for the jewelry or was it, was, was it for the oh, man? <laughs> it was for the jewelry. It was for the jewelry. <laughs> <laughs> you know what? Well, I don't know why I thought he it might be. But <laughs> yeah, but you guys, you know, I mean, you guys, well, uh, you know, can, can, can you say what happened to Mark? I mean, would you be comfortable that, I mean, Mark is no longer I around. And, um, you didn't even give her a second to answer. <laughs> are you comfortable? Because he's not here. Yeah. <laughs> so you are. Uh, Do you mind talking about how you, he died? You, yeah. know, you have to understand. I've you know, how he died? Go ahead. Explain. Explain, explain Me? your relationship well, with him. He, and yeah. here's, the, here's the bottom line, and I know you're on the radio, and I'll make it quick. You never know how relationships are ultimately going to end up. Whether or not you get a divorce, whether or not he comes one home one day and goes, you know, I'm just, I'm done. And you go, what? I thought everything was fine. Or whether he goes skiing one day and hits a tree and dies. You never know. Mm -hmm. So I wear on my arm carpe diem because that's what love is to me. I mean, seize this moment mm -hmm. and you should be thrilled and happy to be loving yourself and loving anybody else in this world because you never know when that's going to end. It's true. I'm so, agree with so that one. So true. John yeah. Viev? Yeah. I love you. 
We love yes. you. We love you. Oh, my God, I love <laughs> you. It's ridiculous how much I love you. Thank you. <laughs> All right, so I'll, I'll call you, and you'll be on the show soon, because I want to hear more. Cool. Okay. It is fascinating. I, I am interesting. I know. Thank you, dear. Love you all. Okay, my Leo. Bye bye. Everyone, you. if you bye. want to call bye. in, it's 323 524 2599. And before we go on, I forgot I have to. I'm a walking billboard now. Mm -hmm. um, a couple of weeks ago, I woke up and I decided to have tattoos. Um, more. Now I have one, two, three, five. I have five tattoos. Are you gay? I am gay. Mm -hmm. um, okay. And I'm going to be gayer because I'm going to have three more. I know what they are. I, just, I know where they're going to be, but I just don't feel like doing it right now um but i, I have tattoos at different transitions and i feel that right now i'm in a huge amazing yeah happy i'm so happy right now transition so let me just show you all the tattoos because they gave me a discount and i have to do this <laughs> um this is the ohm sign that's nice it's Very beautiful nice. yeah this i have to stand up Ooh. Now, what is that? That is the strength sign mm. and the Chinese symbol. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. But I added a little curve to the bottom to make a heart. Cheeky. Love chakra, heart chakra. Nice. And then this one was one I got in 2006. It's the sun with the Capricorn sign. So it's, you know, sun, Capricorn sun. Mm -hmm. um, and they just redid it for me. So thank you, Dolorosa, tattoo on Ventura Boulevard in Studio City. And Luis, he's the man. That's mm -hmm. all. Shameless nice. plug. Very nice. nice. Hey, and those tattoos, you know, the tattoos with the ohm and the strength, I mean, they're gorgeous. Thank you. They carry such a high vibration, too, that your energy is lighter today. When I walked in, I'm like, oh, my God, Gay's energy is so light She's happy. and bubbly. I'm, you, you don't understand. <laughs> I am so happy. My circle is becoming complete. And Wendy last night did a chakra alignment cleansing oh, on me, yeah, and it was, was pretty great. good. I, I mean... Like we can talk about it. I it was don't care. good for me too. I'm glad. <laughs> no, no, no. Seriously, I mean, my what is it? My crown was good. Crown was wide third. Open. I needed a little sweeping. Mm -hmm. Obviously, well, throat chakra, no brainer. No brainer. But what was really surprising, because you've known me a long time, and to me was, tell me about my heart chakra. Well, it um, it's much bigger than it ever was, and so the feeling that I was picking up as I was working there was uh, that Gayan, you've been working on being open-hearted and it's showing energetically i'm shy yeah <laughs> and, I'm so and sweet. i encouraged so i encouraged her to take that lusciousness that she's been cultivating and let it flow throughout her whole being you know especially down into those solar plexus yeah the solar plexus mm, was yeah. a little bit of an issue yeah and what's the other or the roots i had a little i was rooted but Mm. Your knees are blocked. My so knees are I blocked. wanted you to run the root chakra energy down into the earth. I didn't Ooh. do that yet because I feel good today. You should do it every day. <laughs> okay, I'll try. Yeah. All right, thank you. But anyway, so if you want, you know, chakras aligned, call Wendy. Um, but I'm sure Cheryl does <laughs> yeah. it too. Well, you What's know, your laundry list? <laughs> <laughs> well, let me just tell you about your knees just to tell everybody, you know. Oh, knee, more? You're going to tell me more well, about knees? Grounding energy is a beautiful exercise that wendy shared with you and your knees support you right so it is about you feeling supported in life mm -hmm. and uh, and it is about you feeling that you can stand on your own too and support yourself mm -hmm. so that was really powerful uh what she mentioned yeah, yeah. Oh, thank yeah. you well thank, well, thank you. you and yeah, thank you i love i love all of you okay you she's next, next. <laughs> so um i just want to bring up erica sparrow she's a, a, a comedian she um, oh, i you. went to school with her mother um, and my my parents and her grandparents were very good friends. Wow. They grew up with the um, drinking, smoking card parties, <laughs> the traveling card parties. Um, and Angela is her mom, and her dad is Sonny, who I never met because you know as as things go on, boom, everybody separates. <laughs> and then about a f like a few years ago. They this is like eight years ago. Eight now. years ago, yeah. wow. We came out to visit everybody. And then we all just like up. connected. And then uh, like a few months, a few years later, you came out and I said, please come on the podcast. And she was phenomenal. And she's out here oh, now thanks. trying to get work and trying to just meet everyone in Hollywood because she's very funny. So, you know, what, where, first of all, what shows are you going to be at in L.A. that people can catch you? Oh, man. Okay, uh, we'll just okay. do it. Do it I later. have a bunch. Uh, next week <laughs> I'm at the Hollywood Improv for, okay. I think, three shows. Uh, nice. The thirteenth oh, and the fourteenth, yeah, and then the nineteenth. I'll I'm be coming. Oh, wonderful, which is very fun. You're funny. I haven't oh, hardly spoken you. to you. I love <laughs> yeah, you already. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was like, I just was sitting here like this is the most LA 
podcast I've ever heard in my life. <laughs> I'm like, I've been to a chiropractor. I get it. Um, I don't know what everybody's talking about. Like chakras? I'm like, I guess. I don't know. Um, wait till we bring out the avocado. The avocado. Yeah. And at half past, we take all our clothes off. Oh, really? Okay. Oh, shit. I left the dildos at home. I'm sorry. <laughs> Hold on, I'm getting money. I'm getting money. Oh, no, that was an okay shit. Okay, Kara said it's okay. All right. You're very forgiving. Hold on. Yeah, Yeah, she's Um, Lori, you promised you're out there. Um, You're going to keep tabs of how much I have to put in the swear, in the cussing jar, so I'll expect your text uh, tomorrow. Do you have a hundred bill? You will fill it up. (laughs) You know what? We're halfway there, and I'm doing okay. Everyone call in 323-524-2599. Next topic, because... I was really boiling this this afternoon, oh. mm. um, and my mother's on dialysis. Everybody knows that. Well, everybody now knows. Um, but there's a certain medication that she needs to take. It, it's it's mandatory, and she ran out of the prescription. So I called CVS Pharmacy and I said, "Hey, look, I need to renew it. No problem." I get a text from them saying it was declined from the uh, insurance. So then I call the insurance, and I call the insurance, and they're saying, yes, it's denied. Um, Medicare denies it, but you have to fill out a special form. It'll take 7 to 12 days. I said, well, she's out of the medication. Do you want her to die? I mean, seriously. Mm -hmm. And they're like, well, well, you can do a pre-authorization. Well, what is that? I am only 55. I do not know the system. Mm -hmm. I don't, you know, I don't do this. So the gentleman at AARP United Healthcare was very lovely in explaining it to me. Then I had to go bounce to the doctor, tell the doctor that I needed a pre-authorization. Then the pre-authorization needed to go here. And literally, at the end of that phone call, I was so frustrated. I literally was at work. And my boss is like, are you okay? I said, I need a minute. I literally was so keyed up. I was shaking. Mm -hmm. And my eyes were teared up. And yes, it's my mother because I don't want her to suffer, but it just made me so frustrated that how many elderly people, and I'm going to bring elderly, and I know Mm -hmm. a lot of people are on Medicare for disabilities and stuff, but how many elderly people don't have an advocate and they throw them into the system? That's true. They don't know how to use computers. And it it just is so frustrating. I don't know what the answer is. I don't know if socialized medicine is the answer. Mm -hmm. I just know whatever we have here is not working. And I know, Melanie, you work in this field, or not in this field, but you have um, experience. Explain to people what you do, what you volunteer, and how this affects your area. I help the kids at the children's hospital, and I experience like a lot of, it's really hard to see because the parents do whatever they can for their children. And I'm talking about like some kids born sick mm-hmm. and they do whatever they can and the, doc- the doctor's trying to save these children. But I experienced and I'm having this right now with one of the babies. She have a heart condition and they pretty much denying her. It's mm-hmm. like, sorry, we, we don't have nothing else to do. We cannot cover you. We don't know what to do. And we're mm-hmm. talking about children. We're mm-hmm. talking about life. Mm-hmm. You know, I experienced, we lost a couple of kids last year. And these kids have a normal life. They got sick. They go to the hospital. They have bruises. And they told the parents, I'm sorry, you kid have two, two weeks to leave. We don't know oh. what to do. And mm. let's see, we can put you in the system. What are you talking about? Yeah. The kid need to be safe. Do whatever you can. And sometimes get, they get to the point, it's like, we don't know what to do. We need to disconnect the children. And it's so frustrating. Oh. I don't have a kid, but I see these parents. And it's something I can, my friends say, how you can do it? I'm like, somebody have to be there for them. It's like, mm. you know, they pretty much have the kid there. and. Many of them don't make it. And what do you do with the parents? You know, you pretty much fight. And, you know, I'm not from here. And sometimes I go there and I don't say my English is great, but I understand a little bit what the doctor's saying. And these parents not understand what the doctors are telling them. Mm-hmm. A lot of people's Latin people. And they say, well, we can put you in trial. We cannot cover you anymore. And they say, whatever you save my kid. And they don't even know what they're putting their kid into. Mm. Yeah. And it's terrible. It's like, it's something I just, I will fight for these children. You're a like, good person. I will do anything. Yes. You're a for wonderful these person. Kids. Can we have the, now yes. we can have Thank the applause. Yes. <laughs> Thank you. We can have the applause. Thank you. 
I think we have a caller, Tony. Uh, caller, sorry, you know, sorry that, uh, stay hanging on the line. We will get to you, but if someone's in the middle of a thought, I can't cut in and out, but please call back, 323-524-2599. Mm-hmm. So I'm doing a lot of the talking tonight. Now, I, my, my, my throat chakra is feeling verklempt. <laughs> 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 so I think you all should bring something up, but we got to keep it moving because dead air sucks. So who's yeah. got a topic? Oh. I was intrigued with you and the heart chakras uh, opening more. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I was just more intrigued in general with your dating life. Have you found having your mom and taking care of your mom, has that made you open up more? Or have you found it more difficult mm. with dating? So you're interviewing me. Instead of any ideas. And I just said, I don't want to talk more. And now you've asked me a question. Um <laughs> Mm, yeah, no. Yes and no. No, you know what? No. Um, when I brought my mother in to live with me, I brought her here. I was I be, I made a sort of a dedication to her and to myself, knowing that my my life would have to sort of stop. I had a wonderful life um, for many years, and I did anything and everything, including ayahuasca, um, but and, and did the <laughs> spiritual journey and stuff. But you know, it got to a point where okay, I played for fifty-two years. I did anything I wanted. Mm-hmm. But now I have to sort of, I want to, not have to, take care of her. And my life did stop for a few years. Um, But in 2018, in December, I said, you know, I'm dying. I I need to get out. And it's not like my mother ever put anything on me, you know? No, yeah. It's stress. Yeah, it's stress. I said, I got to get out. And I put out, literally, I did a vision board. I put it on the universe. I said, this is what I want. I mm-hmm. want this. I'm, yeah. And I'm a pretty good manifester, which Cheryl can yeah, tell you. Yeah, you're a great manifester. <laughs> <laughs> you got that down. <laughs> so, I mean, I, I really focused. And, you know, the podcast, bringing back the podcast was one, and it came together so mm. easily. There's a couple of other things that I, I don't particularly want to share on air right now. Yeah. Um, but it's all come into play. And my mom has been extremely supportive, except when I walked back in, in the house with the tattoo, she just shook her head and said, you know, people can see this one. Because um, all the other ones are hidden. But, you know, my mother has always been, my whole life, very supportive. And I yeah. thought for what, for three years, I took that out of my life to support her. And now that she's stable, knock on wood, yes, I'm superstitious. Um, you know, she's, um, I, I, I'm going out and doing what I need to do. And I'm, I'm, I'm refreshing my soul. And I don't want to talk about myself anymore. So somebody yeah, else. Yeah. I well, think it's beautiful <laughs> what you're doing. Yeah, but I don't want to hear that. I mean, I appreciate it. But this is not, mm-hmm. this is not, I don't want this to focus on me. The show is not to focus on me. Mm-hmm. It's to focus on each one of you and the people out there. Call in 323-524-2599. I'm deflecting if you haven't figured that out. Well, I, 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 I think <laughs> since we're talking about babies and children and sick children in particular, um, I'm going to turn to my friend Wendy. Uh-oh. Uh-oh, Wendy. she knows about the vaccination situation which we now mm. have in this country where it's <laughs> mandatory to get your children vaccinated in some states. Yeah, it is. Yeah, and that's uh, true. And how is. do we feel about and that? And I think it's a very worrying situation. This is scary. Where I'd our government decides how we're going to raise our own children. Well, for yeah. for me, the biggest issue, uh, and it, it comes about because of the vaccine mandates, which vaccines are not safe and effective as everybody wants us to believe Mm -hmm. and for those who are at risk it's a serious risk and you cannot mandate that there there's something very wrong with the government telling you what you can and cannot do or inject which poisons you can inject inside your body and these are filled with poison so um, that's my bottom line. You know, if you choose, it's it's the my body, my choice kind of a thing. If you choose to have vaccinations, go right ahead. But don't tell me that I have to inject myself or my child with something that's filled with aluminum or mercury or formaldehyde or polysorbate 80 or pig DNA or aborted fetal DNA. Uh, it's wrong. In my opinion, I can't wait to cook with those ingredients. <laughs> well, you know, if you had a vial, a vaccine vial, and you broke it on the ground, you would need a hazmat team to mm. clean it up. Mm. But it's safe to inject into a newborn. But why? Like, like, what's the, what's the? Ra- I mean, were we all injected as kids? Yes. yes. I don't remember. Well, obviously, few, there yes. were only a few vaccinations. Went by. I don't know. Depends You're fifty-five. On your age. We all know that. Yeah. I'm a little older. 
I think older. there was only three or four vaccinations back there in was, the old was days. Polio, right? No, no. Polio, yeah. Polio, polio. smallpox, diphtheria, pertussis, and tetanus. Mm -hmm. That was Period. it. Five. Now, are you anti all of these? Um, well, you have I, it. <laughs> I, what I want to say is, I don't want to say I'm an anti-vaccine. I am mm -hmm. pro safety and efficacy testing which there hasn't been any. Right, it's called anti-vax, but she's not anti-vax. Well, that's well, a derogatory term, and I refuse to accept yeah. it. What I will call myself is vaccine-educated. Well, what I'm Very curious nice. is the when you listed all the ingredients, is that specifically one of the vaccines? That's all, almost or all of them. Every every single one you're saying includes all of those? Almost every single one of them has a variation of those ingredients in there. Plus glyphosate, by the way. Yes, hello. Which is an herbicide. Yes. And causes cancer. Correct. And formaldehyde. Yeah. Uh, fluoride. You know, there's mm -hmm. sterilizing agents. Is that in why there. they don't want? Is that like toothpaste has fluoride? I mean, I don't use fluoride. Is in our water and in our toothpaste, and it is an effort, in my opinion, to dumb down the population. But what is mm -hmm. it? So what I mean? No, why? it's actually to strengthen the teeth. That, that and that's, provide protection. But that's my dad's that's a dentist. A myth. That's what it is. <laughs> yeah, that's not yeah. true. That's a myth. That's what. That's your opinion. That's not true. Yeah. That's okay, where I'm coming from. That's that's what it okay, is. That's what yeah. Erica, smile for the camera. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. Nice too. I'm all right. And also, I think when the vaccines uh, for these children, they were. Hopefully, they've changed somehow but they were being administered like at these large quantities in a short period of time so they're still doing that are they it i thought, hasn't changed i thought they were trying to lessen the amount and no. make it longer in between each no. or over longer duration to help. that would make sense that and would so make they're not sense. doing that why not do it that way i think i think it's a little confusing because i have a friend she's a dna doctor and she was explaining to us everybody's different. Your body reacts different. So my opinion sometimes with vaccines, so I don't like to talking about these things because especially in the hospital, it's like they want it because the kids are sick. Right. And no, because it's a moneymaker. Let's be real. It no, makes a lot of money. moneymaker. But what my friend was saying, her body will react different than mm -hmm. my body. So it's a way she tests their medication they give to your mom, they give to you, they give to everybody to see if your body is really a good, good idea. for it. It's they super don't do expensive. It. Of course not, because it's one thing shot for well, everybody. Well, but that's the thing. It's mm -hmm. like my mother, she was in the hospital last year. She, um, she, she received the pneumonia shot. And because uh, everybody over a certain age supposedly has it. So they administered at the dial. They gave her the flu and the pneumonia. And literally like a week after she received the shot, she was in the hospital with the pneumonia. How sick was she? Yeah. <clears throat> she mm -hmm. almost died. Yeah. And oh I said to the doctor, why does she have to have it? You know, she almost died. And his answer to me was, well, if she didn't have it, she would have been dead already. And I was like, <laughs> wow. Really? Which wow. is sorry. Which was this? Is a flu? Please. The flu vaccine? Um, the pneumonia. Pneumonia. Oh, okay. Pneumonia. I mean, I don't get it's it. It's a new one. Well, they invent new vaccines two or three times a year. There's a new one coming the, out. Well, the drug companies are extremely successful. Well, and I see it. The kids, you know, in the hospital. I have a friend right now with cancer, and I'm thinking, if it's all these rich companies with, like, why they're not really getting safe? It's like it's just. A business. Well, it's like a and friend I'm, of mine always said: there's a there is a cure for cancer. They're just not letting they us don't know want about it. it. Right? <laughs> because vaccine is money. I, I don't want to talk about it. If you cure cancer, you're not going to be making a multi-billion-dollar industry yeah, sure. mm -hmm. money. Mm -hmm. But here's don't make money. But here's what happened to a friend of mine. I mean, uh, Kalena. So. Here she is, you know, she's 60 something. Sorry, I don't mean to out you. Um, but she's, uh, but she has never gotten pneumonia shot. Went to get to the doctor because she hit that age now where they're pushing it on you. Mm -hmm. And she received the shot. About a week later, um, she came to the house and she was, had eaten some nuts. It's a true story. And she started talking to me. She goes, my palms are itchy. Mm -hmm. And then she started talking, and all of a sudden, her time I talk like this, and I'm like, oh, shit, I gotta take you to the hospital now. Wow. Literally, I drove mm -hmm. past every light, mm -hmm. got her in emergency, there was no parking. I said, just jump out, go to them, point to your mouth. She go, I said, just go. I went and parked, they oh got gosh. her in immediately, they, they started to shoot her up and stuff like that. And someone there said, then she went on all this testing. She has a peanut allergy and other allergies. 
And she did some research into the vaccine she got, and it's in a peanut oil That's base. Right. Oh, oh, my. She That's never right. had allergies in her life, so, so she me, has an me, allergy. Let me just ask a question. I mean, you're of a certain age. You're almost of a certain age. I certainly am. Growing up, nobody had peanut allergies. Mm. Nobody had no. any allergies. No. And, now it's, no. and, and now, now it's an epidemic. Yeah. Why? Vaccines are cultured, many of them, in peanut oil. And it causes an autoimmune response in your body. And so hence an allergy now to to that. It, it's very common. But would you prefer it be in peanut oil or like the formaldehyde we talked well, about earlier? Well, it's in there. Right now there's it's that debate. Like they're both, in, that there. Out. They're they're both, both in, in there. Because being, you know, you're saying you want the vaccines to change and stuff like that because you're saying you're not anti-vaccine. Right. So what would you essentially like to happen? In your ideal world, in what my, would you like to happen? Okay, so in my ideal world, yeah. thank you, first of all, for asking because I have a very specific No, I'm, I'm curious to hear it. The answer is the first thing that needs to happen is the 1986 law that took immunity, uh, that gave immunity to the pharmaceutical companies for vaccine injuries and death. You know, you can't sue the pharmaceutical industry if you die or if you're injured, you have to go to a government agency, okay? So first things first, let's, let's make them liable for their product mm. that will ensure that they do the safety testing that they were mandated to do, which by the way, was shown in court last year. There was court case proved that the CDC has been neglect in doing the, the testing of safety and efficacy for more than 30 years. So when they say safe and effective, I want to see that study. Show me. It's not there. And I like your idea, too, about having a test. Be yeah. tested first. It's you know, too you, expensive, though. Well, of course. Imagine. But they're making every, the money. They ought to make it safe. Yeah, but, you know, like, they she was explaining to. to me, my friend, because she was saying she's saving clients. And she said, these clients have the money to come. We do the DNA with the pills, and we match, and we save them. And it's a way to save mm -hmm. people, but it's, like you say, it's, very it's individual. money. You know, it's like you have to have that money. But I know it's a cure, but you have to have the money. <laughs> Along with, no, Along, absolutely. Well, Along they've with, got the money. <laughs> Cheryl? Along with those vaccines, you know, medications kind of seem they're it's almost like they're pushing so much medications now mm. it's almost normal for people to be taking medication and that you're you're very rare that if you're not on medication um you know the antidepressants for anxiety oh, yeah. and nervousness well, that's a whole nother, you know for the stress thing, thing oh, yeah. rather than they're working, recommending antidepressants to like 14 year olds it's crazy. I mean, or even yeah. six year olds yeah it's wild because they're trying to get you in a form that you need to necessarily have it because they look at you and go oh well if they have to take this every day from age six to age whatever yeah. 70 that's way more money. It's a lifetime. It's the same thing. With I mean, customer. many things. But like with the vaccines and the states essentially saying they have to be vaccinated, doesn't that essentially come from if your kid is going to school with, say, half the school's vaccinated and the other half isn't, that they could then be infected with smallpox and things like that? So right. isn't that where it essentially comes from? Because it's like when you adopt a dog or you get a dog, they have to be vaccinated. They have to receive shots. Correct. That's correct. And and so your point is well made. But I'll speak only for California, which is about to take away doctors' medical exemptions. So let me just tell you the background in California, and this comes from the California Department of Pediatric Health. In California, all school-age children for all immunizations are 96 to 98%. That's above the herd immunity percentage of 95%. Of these children, 0.7% have a medical exe uh, exemption, just 0.7. But they still want to take these medical exemptions away from doctors and parents and put it in the hands of a government agency. You're, so the argument that it starts out with doesn't hold water because the statistics, the data, doesn't match the argument. So it's simple government overreach and if you really look at all these people pushing these mandates, just look at how much money they received from the pharmaceutical industry. That'll give you a big idea of what's behind it. Well, it's all greed. It's all greed. People, mm -hmm. if you think this country's greedy, 323-524-2599. Um, now, this is a little heavy, so let's talk about vibrators. Of course you bring it up. Oh, now, this is not the best subject. <laughs> I was like, first it was a little dead air, and then it started to get a little tension. 
So we got to switch it to vibrators. Vibrators. I mean, because I mean, the thing is, it does. I mean, I'm and I'm not. Look, I'm not sh- shedding any light or anything. I mean, like deterring for what you're saying. I, I do agree. That. It's real. Well, good. Yeah. Thank you. Because um, we speak each other's truth. Um, but it, it's uh, the country is greedy. This this country is always based on ego and greed. Um, well, the people at least pulling the strings, and it's unfortunate. But um, it is what it is. And you know, with the per- jerk in charge right now. It's mm. not going to get any better. And what scares me, and I don't know if anyone else is scared around this table, but I'm a little nervous that this guy's going to come back in. It's a possibility. It's not out of the question. And, you know, and I know we repeated this because it still bothers me. I don't want to talk about politics, but I can't help it because everything stems. It's like from the top, it's the, what is it? The, the top trickles mm-hmm. down, you know, and this guy's a prick. I mean, I'm sorry. I mean, I, he's, he's worse than that. But he's just, you know, he's in his own little bubble, and he takes care of the people in his little bubble, and the rest of us, it's fuck you. And, yeah, I'll put a dollar in. I'll put $5 in. Hey, I'm yeah. throwing in some fucking money right now. <laughs> <laughs> I think we should ask Cheryl. Yeah. Yes. What does she think? Yeah, what do you think about, you know what, do you mind, first of Not all, let's all. let's start with, I don't want Cheryl to be the psychic medium that yeah. we, that I don't want her to feel yeah. uncomfortable. So only feel you can do Aww. this if you choose to. Thank you. Thank You're you. welcome. Well, you know, there's pros and cons to everything, right? And the fact that, uh, and the fact that everyone in the planet I believe is becoming more active or more they're becoming their own politician you know they're becoming more aware I think that is a good thing that that is an awakening and an awakening when it first awakens it's gonna wobble you know and I feel like we're at that stage right now I do feel there's a lot of you know eruptions whether we care about them or not happening but I think overall more people than ever hopefully are voting number one right and they're talking and we're reaching, once again, younger people are getting involved. I think this kind of used to be a parent thing or an old folks thing about going to vote, you know, something you did later in life. Now we're getting, you know, people in their teens, you know, talking about it, uh, schools forming uh, debate teams. So it's a very good conversation to have. So it's almost like looking at the bigger picture of things, because that's where we always have to look at the bigger picture, that... Uh, it's a rising. Mm-hmm. It's kind of an uprising, and it's it's good. What's coming out of all of this is good, even though today, tomorrow, it's shaky. It might be scary to a lot of people. There is something uh, wonderful also happening at the same time. Will he get reelected? I do feel he will. I'm not predicting it uh, on the show or anything like that, but I did feel that also, and I have meditated on it before, even in the last election, I did a meditation on it and you know, I, my dad passed, so I had my dad in meditation. I said, hey dad, before I leave, um, who's gonna be the next president, right? And he says, uh, Trump. And I'm like, okay, I got it. So, <laughs> Boy is right. Wow. Yeah, so, so you know, so I, I, I do think, once again, I, I think it's making everybody feel, talk about themselves more. I think it's, I think it's empowering us as individuals is what's happening. Whether you're angry about it or happy about it, I think it's helping all of us realize how aware we really do have to be to participate on this planet. Like we do have to participate. So can I, so because you are who you are, what is your advice for people because you're saying like we have to sort of i think if i get together mm-hmm. it's it's raising the mm-hmm. vibration how yeah. does how does we as a group as, as what can you tell people to start doing to sort of raise the awareness raise yeah. it spiritually what needs to be done mm-hmm. spiritually well you know being spiritual is being informed right it's not about um just thinking about uh, it, it's not about ignoring the issues of today. It's about being involved. It's about being active. That is spiritual. And it's about being uh, having these conversations like today, like this is a spiritual conversation. Uh, of course, again, you know, meditation, practicing kindness, helping each other out is a great way to raise vibration. Uh, also taking more time for yourselves. I think so many times we're so moving true. so quickly that we, we forget about our families. And uh, we miss, we miss the day because uh, we're chasing the dollar or we're chasing tonight or tomorrow. So it is coming about being in the present moment and realizing how, how powerful a creator we are in the present moment. So what crystals do we need to wear to protect <laughs> ourselves? You got them all, you're covered. Yeah. You're, you're covered. covered, you're open, you're, 
and, what, and when we're and when we're really upset by what's going on around us in this world, we are not in the flow. And I think being in the flow is incredibly important. Mm. Just generally, just let things go, move yeah. through it, just try and push it off. I think that's a, a big lesson. But do you think this side of the table? Because we're of the same age, and I'll be on this side. Do you think we have a different way of looking at things because we have a lot more life experience to be open, to allow ourselves to be? I'm more vulnerable and open now than I have ever been. I, I keep telling my friends, I used to have a cinder block wall when I was their age. And now, really, when I turned 50, I still have a wall because I do protect myself a little bit because I'm very, em, what's that word? Em, empathic. Thank yeah, you, Empathic. empathic. Um, but you know, so the, but now it's like you know a little sheet of paper, you know. But I'm willing to be open more and to take more chances and and just to let things flow. So I mean, are you guys really that open? I mean, I, I mean, sir, I'm mm. asking the young kids I, at the table. I'm the kind of person uh, I experienced a lot of things in my life, and I try to don't take it too personal. You know, a couple of things, of course, affect you and make you learning by the mistakes you do. But I experience things to let it go. You know, some things are like people got so into the, the moment and they want the same thing. But I think if you see it in the right way is for experience. And I'm everybody say, oh, my God, Melanie, you let everything go. I'm like, it is what it is. You know, I don't want to be like I try to when something terrible happened to do something magical happen and it's pushed me it's so weird it's mm. like it's like I have this terrible experience and I go to this mind because I'm a creative I'm yeah. an artist I say oh hell no now I'm going to do something amazing and I push myself to don't think about the negativity and I go forward I think it's great <laughs> <laughs> to cancel it out, right? Yeah, yeah that's it. Exactly. 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 Erica, you're uh, the youngest. I you guess. also are a comedian. I mean, it, yeah. you go out there and and be vulnerable on stage all the time. Yeah. I mean, is this how you live your life? That or is it just what you do on stage? I mean, how do you get to the vulnerability? Well, the weird thing about being on stage is as much as it is vulnerable, you still have full control of what you're sharing mm -hmm. with people. So the stages that it's the most vulnerable is when you have a new bit or a new piece of art, like you're saying, and you're first working on it and it's not great. And it's mm -hmm. kind of a little bit of confidence to stay in it. Is it something you really care about? Is it something that's like true to you? But in general of the caring in generations, I've, I've found, like I'm 28, but I, I find every year that I get older, I give a shit less. Exactly. <laughs> and I'll put a dollar in the jar. Um, like, and that's, uh, my mom is 55 and my aunt just turned 50 and they both were like, oh man, yeah, every, every year you're just, it's more you're secure in yourself yep. and yeah. you don't care so much what other people think because especially like having kids life event, any friends of mine that have kids, they're like, yeah, I don't, I'm not worried about the selfish things I was worried about because now I'm worried about this other person or when you get yeah. married or... Yeah. But it also comes from like my generation's the generation of like we don't own property. We don't yeah, we no. don't own anything. So But you'll tell everyone how to do it right. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Got it. But there's a security that comes from when your life is somewhat in order and you know, like the happiness surveys, it's like it, it's not what car you have, what house you have, what like it's more you have the stability in your life. Mm -hmm. And then the things that truly make you happy and you like. But okay. everybody copes in different ways. Hey, like, everybody, we have a few minutes yeah. left. I, I'm going to wind down in a bit. But I do want one more person to call. Yeah. I challenge you. 323-524-2599. Um, like, do you feel you really let stuff go? I feel like I let it go, but I'll remember forever. <laughs> do I, <laughs> I let Like, I'm not going to do anything about you know it. What? But, like, you know I, I saw your true colors. And I thank God I saw your true colors. And I know that, and that's all I got to know. What sign are you? What? What sign are you? Me? You want to guess? Taurus. Um, yeah, I'm a Taurus. Or Earth signs. <laughs> yeah. like, I agree with you. I can let it. I was I, just curious. I remember. Oh, I have a caller. Finally. Challenge yeah. left. Oh, yeah. Yes. Hi, it's Gayanne, and welcome to Between the Sheets. Who is calling, please? It's Kelly and Joy. Oh, Hi. Kelly! <laughs> Kelly and Joy. Hi, Kelly. Hello. Hi. What Hi. would you like to say in part? Give us some information. What do you think about the show? I'd love to hear from you. Well, as a former radio personality, I think you guys are doing fantastic. Yay. Yay is right. 
I love it. I love it. And uh, just one quick question for you guys. Uh, What has been your inspiration for the week? Inspiration for the week. I am not allowed to say it on air. Oh, man. (laughs) I thought you were an open book, man. Yeah. You know what? There are certain things I keep private. Some (laughs) things that are important to me I keep really private. So I'll smile and I'll let you wonder. And um, it just keeps me smiling. I can tell you mine. Okay. I'm going to Hawaii for a week. I can't wait. Which island? Honolulu, I'm leaving tomorrow. Oh. Okay, Maybe I'm not coming back. All right, let's go around the table. We have five minutes left. Cheryl. Aloha. Uh, inspiration <laughs> for the week has been uh, really just to be with my family, I think. I think every day that's always something I'm grateful for. So, yeah. Awesome. Wendy? Um, I'm, I'm inspired by my daughter's wedding. Yay. Yay. Yeah. When is it? July 6th. Woohoo! Yeah. Exciting. Oh, I'll be at... Oh, I'll be at the and, pretenders. Um, uh, sorry. Well, <laughs> and I love, I just love her fiance, Sean, and I love Sean's family. And it's just a wonderful thing. So it's got me high as a kite. Yay. Nice. Yeah. Which you're usually high another way. I, yeah, um, but, uh, yeah. Cara? Well, I'm inspired by the sunshine we're finally getting yes. in California. What oh, the hell's finally. been going on here? <laughs> so um, I'm inspired to tomorrow. I'm gonna, I've already said I'm, gonna, I'm getting in my pool, baby. Oh. 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 Yes. I forgot nice. you have a pool. If I wasn't oh. working this... Oh, I'll see, I, I will see yeah. you. Get in with me. I will see you soon. And yeah. I want to get in that pool. Erica? Oh, I uh, just got to L.A. for the month this week. Mm. So mine was putting yourself in a totally new environment and... Being a little uncomfortable is my inspiration, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> I'll have to cook for you while you're here. Oh, yeah. I'll make you Welcome. some meatballs and stuff. Everyone, um, I guess we're done. Uh, Tony, hold on. Do you have, what was inspired you this week? Every single one of our hosts. Aww. Aww. He said every single one, one of my hosts. Every <laughs> single one. <laughs> so everybody, just uh, want to know, we'll be, we are here the first and third Friday of each month. And I know it's confusing because some months have five Fridays in it. I am trying to get sponsors. I am trying to get money to come on every single week. It's a pain in the ass, but I am trying. So just remember the first and third Friday of every month, 7 to 8 p.m. like you've been watching us now. I'm like sitting here going, I have a photo shoot tomorrow, I'm tired. Um, (laughs) Follow us on Facebook, um, Between the Sheets Podcast. We have a website, betweentheshootspodcast.com. Instagram, QTE Brett. That is me. Erica, tell them about you. Oh, I'm at hey, Sperica on everything. Hey, Tony, you can start cueing a song. S-P-E-R-I-C-A-A. All stuff, Instagram, everything. You can mm. find me in Instagram, M. Kishner Art, or Melanie Kishner, my website. You can or check possibly out. Melody. Yeah, <laughs> <and> Melody. <laughs> I don't know. You can find me, that's for sure. <laughs> my website is uh, CherylMurphy.net. I'm Wendy Nathan. I'm on Facebook. She's my mate. So if you want Wendy, you can find me on Facebook, Cara Noble. I'm on Twitter, but I don't really like it much. Twitter? Yeah. Twitter? Twitter? Nobody uses it. She's on Twitter. Nobody uses it. Okay, we did good. Not bad. Yay. Not bad. Yeah, for, for you. We need to change it for donations for, a ni- for our next show to be the full month. Okay, the next show, yeah. you know what we're going to do? We're going to do it in the Goddess Camp style. Bras only. <laughs> I, I'll be here in the next show. I know. <laughs> Bras only. Yes. All right. <laughs> Thank you, everybody, for tuning in. I don't even remember what the first day in June. It's the 21st, the th- I think. Am I wrong? Or wrong? Wait. Yep, 21st. I think oh, so. Oh, yeah. sh- oh that's 21st. right. We're only in the yeah. first. Yes. Oh, my God. June 21st. So I'm already <laughs> accelerated. I can't wait. I've been busting my butt. Wait till you see the big name celebrities I'm going to be bringing on the show as guests. You're going to shit. Because trust me, when they said yes to me, I was freaking out. <laughs> I love my people. I love oh. my tribe. And they love you. I know. Yes, <laughs> they do. Uh, Lori Hatfield, I'll see you tomorrow, Bright and Ailey. Love everybody. Thank you. Thank you. Between the sheets. Bye. Love you. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye.